I'm in Max, Max, Max. You are listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome to Season 28, Episode 18 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. And I'm Kimmy. And there's two of us, and, and it's Kimmy. I'm Kimmy's here. back. I'm in the studio. It's so weird. It's very exciting. Um, I was thinking about this actually today. The last time I was in the studio was the second to last episode of my Masks AP Eidolon Academy. Oh, really? Yeah, I was. That's a long time ago. I was seven months pregnant, and my baby's now sixteen months old. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've been in. Well, not since I've been in here, but since I've uh, streamed in here. I've been in here the last two weeks trying to get things cleaned up. And it's been very exciting, so I'm excited to be here. Excellent. It's nice to see you in person. It's exciting to have you here. Thank you. Uh, in this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, Are You Jedi from Outside Washington, D.C. sends us an email about accents. <clears throat> oh, no. And then we're going to do our stuff. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We need emails. We have some. we got plenty. I mean... We can always use more. <laughs> hint, hint. Not a lot of horror stories. Maybe they're all. Maybe we got them all. Maybe there maybe. aren't any more left. I feel like people. A lot of people have taken a big break from gaming for a while. Mm. So, like, if you haven't gamed in like a year with people, it's also I think harder to get horror stories when you're gaming online. If you're gaming online, because there's not like all that weird interpersonal interaction. And, and it's all like the that. same horror stories. Yeah. So and so's computer kept locking up, and he yeah, kept and not, thinking he was muted, and he wasn't. Yeah, and that's not. We, we're not going to give you advice on that. No. Sorry. If, if I could solve that problem, then I would be making a million dollars, and I would be a lot less frustrated teaching fourth grade online. <laughs> and if you'd like to watch the show live, you can watch us at happyjacks.org/live. That's happyjacks.org/live. Tonight, where it's like at seven twenty-five p.m. <laughs> Pacific time on a Friday. Uh, but of course, it's the day I like lectured all the Happy Jacks people about being on time. It wasn't your fault, though. It was my fault. I know. Well, it, and then the, the recorder thing wasn't working, and it like hated the chips. And yes, and my kids just started school, and I'm just yesterday, <laughs> so I'm getting used to what the schedule's going to be because I pick them up. My daughter's on volleyball team, and uh, coach likes Yay. to give pep talks after after, after practice. Yeah. So I'm sitting in their parking lot, and I'm like, and not only that, but I've got a tri tip in the oven, and I'm like. Hmm, Allie, are you coming? Where are you? <laughs> Hello. We've gone from rare to medium rare. We're going to medium. That is not acceptable. <clears throat> so, At least the coach like cares. It's good to have the coach who's like yes. willing to give the extra time and isn't like, oh, but six o'clock, I'm out. Bye. Make I know. sure you get home. Right. Yeah. Well, it, she she had already extended it to six thirty, ah. but then she gives the pep talk after that. That's good. So, um, so yeah. Uh, normally we're going to be on at. Uh, what, 10 a.m.? And Saturdays. 10 a.m. on Saturdays, Pacific time. Yes, but so. we had life conflicts tomorrow, so. This week. This week. Just on Friday. Hey, and the GURPS game, my GURPS, it's slouching towards Eldemy, is going to be happening soon. I can't In weeks. I can't. It's in weeks, not months. Yeah, You don't is. like the name? What's wrong with the name? It's going to be great. We've talked about this before. It's going to be great. It's a very specific reference. <clears throat> I want to. I, I was, but it's going to be a very lighthearted, funny game. Okay. At least that's the plan. The plan. So slouching towards Eldamy is. I mean, I'm. Th- I'm, th- I'm talking like I want to get like someone who can draw to like have like like a, a a wagon with a horse, and there's like an orc who's like like riding, not like leading the. What, what do they call it when you're driving? 
Is it is it called driving? Yeah. Okay, but he's like slouched down. Right? Yeah. And then like there's a sense L to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I want. Well, we can arrange that. It's that kind of game. You we, should see what I. You should see what I wrote in oh no. in the in all of the notes yeah. for the players. Yeah. All the stuff. Uh, I haven't read it. I just saw it. Like there's a lot. Because I, I like before before I I went to go pick my daughter up. One of the problems with GURPS. There's too many character options in the book. Yes. So if I hand someone, here's book one, making your character, <laughs> they're going to spend 18 hours going, yes. can I have three arms? Can I have a second head? They might. Can I take does not breathe? I mean, there's because all of that stuff is in there, right? It's very on brand for us. <laughs> right. All those things. But I, I'm, I just want to run a regular, plain old game. Everyone's humans, and it's normal people. I mean, there's magic and stuff like that. It's yeah. still fantasy. But... So I went through all of the the advantages and disadvantages, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Here are the appropriate ones." Okay. Just streamlined a little, streamlined it a little bit, like gave them a smaller menu of options. Yes, and okay. I may do that with skills too. Okay, all, all the I, best restaurants do that too. It's like if you go true. to like Denny's, you've got like six pages of options. But if you go to like a nice place, it's like the little one page with like the five little entrees. Like plate thirty-eight over here, one page. There you go. Uh, Sugarfish, the sushi mm-hmm. bar, mm-hmm. fantastic sushi bar. By the yes. way, it's a chain in Southern California. You should go if you haven't gone. It's, it's a little very pricey, yummy. but very good. Yeah, one page. Yeah, and in fact, the best thing on the menu is it's called like "Shut Up and Eat" or something mm-hmm. like that, or "Don't Think and Eat," something like that. And it's like you, the the chef just brings you what he thinks is good today. Is that the thing that you and your teenage son just like wrecked the other day? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that was uh, all. All three of us went. Yeah, we went on my birthday. Right, and. Oh, so good! It was so. Their yes. Sushi's fantastic. Anyway, so I'm as I'm making the the list of adven- advantages and disadvantages for everyone. I'm going through the disadvantages and I'm like, this one's a bullshit disadvantage. I'm like putting like <laughs> little like notes in there because like see no- that way you just you, you give them all the things you will say yes to and just remove the options you will say no to. I'll say yes to it. I'm just telling you, you're taking a bullshit disadvantage. <laughs> no, no sense of taste and smell. It used to be called anosmia, which is that. Is what it that, called COVID now? Is it, no, it's just oh. no taste and smell. No, I'm just kidding. That was a okay. bad joke. <laughs> I know it wasn't really... Too bad. soon! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm like... I, I, all the munchkins in my games always used to take no taste and smell. Because that's the, it's the non-advantage... It's the non-disadvantage disadvantage, right? I think, it's like, I think we're seeing more now, though. It's like a big disadvantage in life. Like, it can be a problem. No taste or smell? Yeah. It seems to me life would be boring... Yeah, but it, it also it's really hard to um, get an appetite to eat anything. So you Absolutely. start, so you start not eating enough. You start a lot of people are facing like malnutrition, or they're like having to make themselves eat, even though there's absolutely no enjoyment in it. I would like a temporary version of that, then. <laughs> a diet version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for like two years, <laughs> and then be like, "Thanks, I'm out." Maybe like, yeah, no, but. And, and, and it, but it's a bullshit disadvantage. Yeah, no. I mean, in an RPG, in role play, in a fantasy yeah. role playing game, it's like, oh, your mutton's bad. Oh, make a health roll. Ha ha! You've got the runs. I mean, what else are you going to do with it besides that? <laughs> right? True. It's never really a, a disadvantage, what unless you, unless you know, you're like you're all asleep upstairs in the inn, and it lights, it catches on fire because things do that when player characters are yeah. around. So really, yeah, things go on fire. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. Oh. It's a weird phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I'm going to add into the game uh, is at the end of each session, I'm going to have uh, 
awards. I'm going to ask the people in the chat room if there's enough people in the chat room. If there's not enough people in the chat room, then the, whoever's in the chat room and who, the players will vote on like dumpster, dumpster fire of the week, which is like what horrible event did did <laughs> wh- what horrible event happened and who, and who is the person that caused it? Yeah. Um, I had I had other one. I can't remember all. The, there's murder. But this Hobo is always the, the best week. thing. No, murder tourist. Murder to no. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, Steel Magnolia is spelled with an A. Okay. Like a thief. You just spell, yeah, I get it. You don't, you don't explain it. <laughs> uh, and, but it, just like different kinds of of things that those are funny. And I like those. and we'll see what. And then and I'll like just give an extra, like in a good way though, because like people who do all that stuff like. They, they move the plot along. I kind of want. Interesting. I'm, I mean, the, the game is going to have a story. It's going to be a, a real <laughs> legitimate game. <laughs> okay, that, this is like that's a good little preface for something. But but I want it to kind of be like a parody of role of what role playing games are. Mm. I want it to be like, it's like satire. Yeah, okay. I want it to. I mean, okay, if the I players see. want to be murder hobos, be murder hobos. Go do it. Go <laughs> okay. Go take off and and I'm, I'm I've come up with. I, they're not going to be kobolds. They're going to be light kobolds. Mm. I mean, they're going to be slightly different. I'm not sure what the differences are going to be, but I think it. How did I describe them? I don't know. They're small, vicious, and raging assholes. And they're and they kind of look cute, but once you get to know mm-hmm. them for a while, you'll be glad you're murdering them. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. So, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, it, I'm it's not going to be a game that's going to have. Moral quandaries. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like that. Simple. <clears throat> Objectives. Yeah. Monsters. Monsters stuff. Good. Let's yeah. try. You know, that kind of thing. Cool. So we'll see what happens. Cool. And um, I'm actually taking the other Sundays right. starting soon, so that'll be exciting. So Stu and I will alternate weeks, and I'm running a game. It'll be a good game. You know what's going to be yet? System. No, I have no idea what's going to be. <laughs> And a good system. I'm thinking that maybe I might play test my game that I'm doing, Starscape, but I'm not sure it'll quite be ready. So I might be something else. I, I'm still trying to throw it around. So. If uh, you can borrow my copy of Cortex, the new one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh oh. What? It has some organizational issues. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we played it like a long, like a while. It feels like forever ago now. But, um, that was very early, though. Yeah, in, no, no, in no, no, no. But I, yeah. but I've got like the idea of it down. Um, I actually really like kind of the cortex mechanics. I think the mechanics are very cool. Yeah, and they're very slick. Yeah, so it might take a little bit of like. And the, I think, and, and the, and the, I mean, the, 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 the production value of the book is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just the order stuff is presented. Mm-hmm. I, I just have questions. Yeah. About that. Yeah, people, people do the thing. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually really excited about that release. It, it's it, it's the first physical role playing game book I've purchased in a long time, yeah. years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and then Jason's going to be running on Monday, and all these are going to be in person, which is really cool and exciting. This makes me so excited to game with people in person. Um, he's going to be running a game on Monday. What's he running? Um, he's going to be running a, a version of Traveler. He was super inspired because he's right in Bill's Yuma station right now. Right. And he was like, oh, God, Traveler's going to be... Because, you know, he's like PBTA guy. Um, and he, Uh-oh. he really liked it. <laughs> Tra- 
fantastic system. Really good. And it does exactly what you want it to. It's like a little bit more of an old school system, but I, I love it too. I'm, I love that system. It's an old school system that got a modern, a modernized, a modernizationing rewrite by Mongoose. And they did a fantastic job yeah. of bringing the game into the 21st century. Yeah, and it's a little crunchier than he tends to like, but it does everything it's designed to do so perfectly. And it and the rules are extremely concise. Yeah, absolutely. It, it everything is there for a reason. Like, and it and it does what it's supposed to do super well with like just like character creation. I feel like character creation is what makes everybody fall in love with Traveler. Right. It's so much fun. Unlike GURPS, when I when I was typing <laughs> when I'm when I'm I'm going through the game mechanics, I'm like, and the uh, and social mechanics are handled by the reaction table, which you can find in the basic book on page five eighty three. Yeah. Gerps is like when you set up your friend on a date who you know is gonna like you're per- he's it's perfect for you. He's perfect for you. Just like get through the first date. He's gonna be a little nervous. He might not seem that interesting, but just like give him a second chance. Just like prepare yourself. And then, then at some point, you're gonna realize he's got like a 25 page index that is extremely well cross referenced. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of index. You can do a lot with that length of index. I mean, I'm more of a girth person, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> whatever your preference is, it's okay. But uh, anyway, we should probably yeah. Okay, so. Um, our initiative role. I'm GMing for the first time. My game starts in a minute. What advice can you give me, Kimmy? Take a bathroom break. <laughs> right now. Go. It gives you like two more minutes to think of something. Uh, I know. I'm just kidding. That's that's usually our, our thing. Um, if you're starting your game in two minutes, if you haven't prepped anything, think of your one of your favorite TV shows. Something that has in a totally different genre than what you're running. Steal the plot from that and just reskin it in whatever you're doing. So think of your favorite episode of like anything, Looney Tune Adventures, of MASH, of anything, and you can make it work. Um, it might be a little odd. You might have to like, oh, instead of your boss at the end, you know, it's like the thought of an episode of you know i don't know justice league unlimited been watching a lot of cartoons lately um you know instead of them fighting um you know big alien at the end it's a big dragon or whatever is appropriate to your thing and that's generally a really good way and usually once you start rolling with it you can then like kind of improv off of it and like not get it not get it started the same or once you get it started (coughs) not do follow the exact same plot through the whole thing um, but that's usually a really good thing. Um, I've been running a lot of a lot of uh, sci-fi lately, so it's literally like it's like, oh, what's an episode of Star Trek? And usually I just like take a beginning of some episode of Star Trek and rip it off, and then by the end of the sto- like middle of the story, we've branched off into something that's very different from the plot of the story. Then by the end, it's completely different, and people are making out, or, and it's very strange. Well, the players are going to make it different right away. Absolutely. So you, you don't, don't try and force them along that, but as long as you can get that ball rolling, that's the biggest thing, is getting that player investment. So a lot of times, too, a great strategy is, I don't know, am I supposed to give one thing? Is this part of our new just one. format? Yeah, just okay. one. Well, I gave one. I don't but I, you know, it I reminds me, one. that reminds me of, I, I know I've told the story multiple mm-hmm. times before, but I was back in college when I was running a regular GURPS game on Friday nights. I was in between classes, and I don't think I was working, so I was at home. In the afternoon on Friday, and you know what television is like at two or three o'clock in the afternoon on a on a weekday. Yeah. It's like reruns of old shows, right? 
there's like it was like Rockford Files or something. <laughs> no, it was. What was it? I think it was. It might have been. A, I don't. Know, it was one of those police procedural shows mm-hmm. from like the 1970s. Yeah. Was on and I'm and, and and I had been spending the day racking my brain trying to figure out what was going to happen next in the campaign. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here watching this episode of Rockford Files. I don't even remember what it was about. It's mm-hmm. probably there probably there's probably only one or two stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, that might work. Mm-hmm. I think I'll use that. So I just literally stole it. Was it Rockford Files? I don't remember. Yeah, no. it wasn't. It wasn't Rockford Files. I can't remember which one it was now. Damn it. This is very important the guy, advice. Not is it Columbo? No, not Columbo. Columbo was the big guy. Yeah. Um, What's the? Wasn't there one that uh, started with M? Oh, another thing. I don't know. That guy. Check chat. I don't know. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, this is beyond me. Maybe they'll tell me. I don't remember. It murder was, she wrote. No, it wasn't murder <laughs> she wrote. <laughs> I don't know. It was the. It was the. Uh, oh God, the guy used to do commercials all the time too. I don't know. And he. Kind of talk like this. Columbo, was it Columbo? Is it Columbo? I thought Columbo was the big guy. I don't know. Who am I thinking of? There's the guy who wore like the gray suits all the time. But he, he wore suits, but he always would look real frumpy. Oh no, that wasn't him. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up real My quick. My cousin Vinny. That's 80s. I know. I'm just kidding. It was Columbo. Peter Falk. Okay. That's the actor that played. I'm glad. Oh, and another that. thing. Yeah. That guy. That's right. I'm glad. He was like the, he was like the 1970s Steve Jobs. Oh, that's good. No. I know who Steve Jobs is. Oh, and one more thing. That guy. That when he used to do the presentations. In the 70s? No. Columbo was the 1970s version oh. of Steve Jobs. Oh. I don't no? think I've ever watched Steve Jobs <clears throat> enough to be. Like, oh, you never saw one of his presentations when he used to do the. Like when they rolled out. Yeah, when they yeah, rolled yeah. out the iPhone and shit. I don't shit. think I ever watched them. I saw like snippets of them online. Okay, because I'm a always, millennial. I watch things in snippets that he, are social, social media. He used to he used to do this. Oh, and one more thing, and then that's when they introduced the iPhone oh. originally. Oh what, yeah, I have years seen ago him do that. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and one more thing. I have this bazillion dollar product. Right. Yeah. As he walked casually on the stage. That's going to change the world. Yes. It is. Oh, and by the way, three months later, everyone else came out with one too. <laughs> well, that's all you need is three months. I guess it is. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to add more advice to But when you do Go. that, when you steal that Start asking your players questions About that Like if you're going to steal a thing Alright, so um, No one's here to watch Columbo, right? Well, no, don't ask him that But Right, actually But um, <laughs> Sorry, I made too much space But, um, like, say Okay, so um, a well-known litigator from this area walks in, and you've seen him. I don't know. I'm using your example. Right. So, uh, who was that, Jason? And then, like, make them start coming up with these people. Or, or hey, uh, a woman walks in crying, and it's somebody that you recognize. You know, like, like who is that, Joey? Um, and so, like, have them start feeding in those details. You don't have to have everything prepared. That increases their engagement because now suddenly it's like oh this is somebody I get to make up for my backstory this is super interesting um, but it still kind of follows along your plot and it's already going to start giving you more stuff oh, sure. to weave in later and you don't have to come up with it while you're stressed out and like oh god I didn't plan it I don't know what to get, get it. please like it and there you go. That's, that's my jamming inner monologue generally excellent alright uh, RPGs and accents Mm. From Oh no Are You Jedi Oh dear Dear Happy Jacks and hello 
to the Happy Jacks Nation. Today's email shares a short story and asks for your thoughts about the use of accents in games. It is quite common for the GM and players to take on different accents, terminology, and mannerisms for the various characters that help bring the game to life. This can be quite fun and meant entirely as innocent role-playing. For example, dwarves may sound like Scottish in many fantasy games, although I have no idea how Scottish-sounding dwarves took root among the gaming community. Lord of the Rings. That's how. Well, no, I mean... Oh, no, World of War, uh, Warcraft. Yeah, and I think it predates that. I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's something that got started in like uh, on like um, on role playing like one on one computer games, like before we had MMOs. I wonder how they voiced the dwarves in the animated. Was it the Lord of the Rings that was animated? Oh, from the nineteen seventies. Time ago, yeah, I, I don't remember. That I've could, seen it. That that's early enough where that could be a. I will go do research on that. It's possible. That might. I want if they if they had Scottish yeah. accents there. That might might have been they it. Probably do. It's interesting. <clears throat> they, they 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 don't. He never mentions that they had, like. He he never in in the books he never, like no, affects their. No, uh-uh. I mean he he may have done readings. I think mean, there may, may be like radio plays and stuff, even like oh, that could before be, there that. Might be that too. Yeah, so it could be interesting. I know their um, <clears throat> their written language, I believe, is based on Norse. Uh, on Norse, yeah, it kind of looks runes. like runes. Yeah, yeah. Um, taken like differently, but so that's interesting. It's a very interesting question that I've never. I, I will. I will find an answer to this. Okay, <laughs> not tonight, but eventually. In a recent cyberpunk-themed game of Interface Zero for Savage Worlds, the PCs are members of a local street gang, which often means engaging other gangs. Aww, that's so sweet. When one gang and another gang like each other very, very very much. much. (laughs) If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. That's not the worst that I know. Don't, Don't at me. Okay, go. Some of these gangs are largely ethnically homogeneous. Homogeneous? Homogeneous. Yeah, homogeneous. Homogeneous. Such as the Italian Mafia or the Chinese Triad. I realize that just because an NPC might be a member of the Italian Mafia, they don't necessarily need to sound, act, or look like someone from the Godfather movies, and that applying stereotypes could be considered racist or culturally hostile. Nothing about race or culture came up as a line or a veil during the games during game session zero. They can always just be an assumed I, I line think, and veil. I think as a GM, you should add that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's definitely a thing you should add. So I took some minor liberties to add a splash of mafia and triad stereotyping to help differentiate the NPC gangs. I did my best to fit some of these accents to NPCs, but I am certainly not at the caliber of a voice actor. During the game session, when I gave a thicker Chinese-slash-English accent to an NPC member of the triad, one of my Asian-American players said, Really? Really? We're doing this now! Not wanting to upset anyone, I treated the statement as if an X-card quickly dropped and quickly dropped the accent, and we all continued as normal. After the session, I talked with the player, who said he was just joking and giving me a hard time, but I thought, it, it, I thought the issue could warrant further discussion. So that brings me to... A, few related questions for your fine advice show crew. One, have you had situations like my own where one or more players reacted negatively when you or another player used specific accents, terminology, or mannerisms? Do you want to go through them one at a time? 
or, or should I read them all and then we'll read go them back? All I'll read them all and then we'll go back. Two, was this sort of thing discussed before the game started? If so, how did that go? Three, are there some accents, terminology, or mannerisms that you are not comfortable using in-game or on the flip side, ones that you might think should be acceptable for everyone? Four, what are your general thoughts about adopting accents, language, and or mannerisms of ethnic groups that do not match your own PC or NPC? And how, if at all... Are these thoughts shaped by the growing diversity in gaming and cult- and shifts in culture communication norms? Cheers, Sean from just outside Washington D.C. Are you Jedi on the Discord? P.S. Drink Yay. your tasty beverage of choice. It's Yay. done. Oh, mine isn't. Uh, P.P.S. Now say say something funny in a non-offensive accent. Fanboy penis. Nobody gets that joke anymore. This time so long ago, nobody gets that joke. Something offensive. Oh, God. <laughs> I said something offensive. You did. That was good. Some, oh, good. something funny. <laughs> anyway. I don't think I can bust. I've been, I'm so rusty with accents. I'm so bad. Okay. Let's start number one. Have you had situations like, yes. Um, I have not. I've, I haven't run them, but I've been in situations like that where... Um, it sounds very similar to your own, where someone goes into it not meaning to offend somebody, um, but they have. And uh, occasionally, terminology is something that happens m- most often, um, because it's the thing that everybody uses. No matter what game you're doing, even if you don't do accents, you use terminology. Right. So there are some things, um, saying things like going native, um, gypped, things like that, which are, you know, it's a comment on gypsy uh, on, like gypsy. Most people is, probably don't even know that, right? And but it, actually, it is. the first time I said it, I didn't know what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And I had someone sitting there, um, both Abria and Jason. We were at a con, and they're like, uh, "We don't use that." And I was like, "Why?" So I think that's the thing that's most common, and I think you know, and because like, it's short for gypsy, which is another word we're not, we're supposed, not supposed to use. To use absolutely. So it was one of those <clears> things where. You know, people's ignorance sometimes, people's not realizing it's offensive, um, you know, like just being open to learning. Um, terminology is something that is thrown around in every game, even if you're not in a more theatrical game where people are using accents and, and things like that. So just being aware of that. Um, if you're running a game that has another culture in it, um, looking up that, like it's super, like Google's everywhere. Like search it, find out things that you should steer away from as far as terminology. Um, and things that you should bring in as terminology as well. Because sometimes there are very specific words for things that can really enrich your gameplay. Um, always be careful when you're when you're bringing in cultures that are not your own. And make sure that you're doing it respectfully. That's a very different thing if you're doing a home game than like a stream game like what we do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awkward. I would guess from your story that player probably was bothered. And... Can't read minds. Right, absolutely. <laughs> I have no but idea. But the fact that they said something generally is a good indication, even if they realize it, like, was like, and the fact that you dropped it. Or it may have been like an initial reaction was like, what the fuck? And then later he's like, man, what are you? Well, and I know it wasn't, you know. yeah. Ex- exactly. <clears throat> they, they realize it's not intended to hurt. Right. Um, so there's no malicious intent behind it. And the fact that you dropped it so quickly and treated it like an X card, that's absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah. Say, oh, okay, this is gone. I apologize. That was not my intent. Um, and just keep going. Um, so that yeah, that's number one. Yes, it's happened. It's awkward as fuck as a white person, especially when you fuck up. But you have to like own it and learn and move on and don't I, do it again. I, I, this never happened. <laughs> this, this never never happened to me. 
I use accents all the time. Right. Although I, 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 I tend to use accents of cultures of people who look like me. That's not true. That, when, when does it happen that, that people didn't um, uh, what's his, What's your, that character's name that you did? Oh, Windy Drawers. Windy Drawers. That people thought... Right. That, that but was, that's yeah, also yes, a, that's a similar true. situation. <clears throat> so Stu did this character, Windy Drawers, like way back in the day. Yeah. Um, and he's Cajun. Yeah, he's Cajun. Stu and everyone else at the table, because of how we were playing, were picturing like a rich white... Oh, that wasn't even in a game. That was just in the regular... Well, that's right. Regular it wasn't, show, but yeah. And then, like, this Windy Drawers character, we were all picturing this white, like, plantation owner... Justin Wilson. Yeah, basically, we're the, all picturing the that. The Cajun cook, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, what's his name? Uh, the, the Cyclops in, um, in, uh, in Over the Rar Thou. What's his name? John Goodman. John Goodman, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so, I, that's totally, like, what I was picturing right. with it. Um, people who listen to the podcast heard that accent and thought it... Oh, it's some. A couple Yeah, people. well, some. Yeah. yeah, some people who listen to the podcast, like, thought that he was... Mimicking a black person, right. and so like things like that can happen too. You can have one picture in your head, and someone else hears that and thinks it's a uh, a mocking thing or something that that is harmful. So you just have to kind of keep those things very very clear too as you're going through. And, I mean, and uh, on the other side of it, I mean, like in our in our vampire game right now, uh, we're spoilers. We're getting near the end of the game, <laughs> and um, uh, Pooja's character has. Spoilers, did some diablery, and uh, now has taken control of a bunch of like Eastern European ex special operators, mm-hmm. like former Spetsnaz guys or something. Mm-hmm. So I use the Russian accent in his. You know, we're going to discotheque for sexy time. You should come, it's good time. Yeah, right. Is that okay? Yeah, I would say that's okay. <laughs> I, I, but I mean, what? I don't know. I mean, the Australians—they're not a fan of my Australian accent. <laughs> So I hate to tell you this, nobody's a fan of your Australian That's accent. because it's mostly shouting. Yes. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and, like, I think we're going to get to these as we, yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, was this sort of thing discussed before the game started, and how did that go? No. Well, I, usually not. That's not yeah. usually something that gets brought. Stuff that gets brought up in, for Lines and Veils in, in, in games that I've run that have that kind of stuff has more to do with story content. Mm-hmm. I think it's like... Um, Dave has his thing, his his like oogie thing that mm-hmm. he doesn't like in games, and then uh, and then other things like you know violence against children and things like oh, that, yeah. or sexual violence and things like that. That's also oh, eyeball was, things. He hates that. That's what I was. Gonna, I wasn't going to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's really open about it. Like, okay, because it was a, it was in a private thing. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> well, he, no, he said that on stream okay. before multiple times. You just doxed him. So <laughs> So send him pictures of eyeballs. No, don't he do loves that. it. No, 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 don't do that. Don't be mean. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, go all the way. No. <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> um but I don't think that we've ever had I mean, I think people like assume that there's not gonna be racist accents in a game? No. Unless in, in our games? In our games, yes. <laughs> I would I would assume. I usually have like a little blurb that I give to players. I don't usually and um, actually wrote a version of it for the game I'm writing, where it's like, um, you know, hey, this is the intent of this game. Um, if there's somebody at the table of kind of that, like if I had was, you know, I generally try and steer away, especially like Asian accents mm-hmm. specifically, like 
because they are such a caricature that white people have made it fun of for so long. Oh, sure. Similar to like pulling your eyes so like you you oh, look yeah. like you've got like more almond shaped <clears throat> eyes and things like that. Like it's just something that it's not good. Like there's so many things like that. Like also same thing with black culture. Like I don't try those accents and I generally just give people a heads up ahead of time. Like hey. Like these are these are there's historical precedents for white people appropriating like and mocking those with performance right um, through minstrel shows and stuff like that so like that's just not even like something I want to try and touch I have like a generic whatever language we're speaking is not my native language accent that yes. I use yeah which I don't know I mean it kind of sounds vaguely European maybe but that's yeah that that's as close as I'm gonna get. If I like in when we run L five R, I tended to, to like phrase my sentences differently. Mm-hmm. That's how I how I sort of convey when you're talking, yeah. especially when you're talking to like in a, a formal setting with you know the, the upper, like daimyos and, and shit yeah. like that. But I, but like I, I yeah I mean I wouldn't use I wouldn't try to emulate an Asian accent in L five R or any no. other game where I'm playing where absolutely I'm portraying not. Asians. Yeah, no. absolutely not. <clears throat> um, I do think like. This is my opinion. There might be people who this. I do think that um, white cultures. I do. I have no problem trying. If some of them I are figure, really bad at, it, I don't do. If I share the same haplo group <laughs> with them, I can do their accent. Right. If they've, if they've never <laughs> been oppressed by you know another racial group that I belong to, like okay, and well, yes, now yeah, you go back far enough. Right, you find a lot right. of that in but, a lot of cultures, but. <laughs> They were eventually assimilated into those cultures as well in a way that is different than you know people who are of, who are black right. or brown. You and, know? and yeah, and I, and I could also could get mistaken for most of the cultures whose accents I do. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, but if really. you think it's going to be a problem, and there's somebody at the table, you know, give them a heads up, talk to them about it ahead of time, or just say it out. Say, hey, I'm going to try Russian accent. I'm going to try you know this accent and this accent. I might do it well. Is anybody uncomfortable with that? We can right. exit before we start. Um, and I, then, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's a good thing to include in your Session Zero. Uh, and on the flip side, we kind of just covered yeah. the, what actually... Well, on the flip side, what... Which... Uh, flip side, ones that you might think should be considered acceptable for everyone. Fucking, like, any English accent. Like, they colonize and are imperialized like most of the world you cannot be like oh no the poor english <laughs> like uh, <laughs> well they're having a terrible time of it now okay. they've lost their they've lost all of their colonies and everything come on that's very sad for them <laughs> here's like oh wait let me get my electron microscope so i can show you the violin playing the song for them <laughs> well, it, it was it was actually some from generations ago yeah. <laughs> well, no, actually, no. no. One generation ago, at this point. Well, and they still have a bunch of like territories and stuff that still have the Queen's picture hung. So everywhere. do we? I know we do. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get. We've got a lot of. We're them. trying to make a bunch of them states. Puerto Rico. <laughs> yes, come on, make Puerto Rico state. Come on. Okay, sorry. Guam. Yeah, a bunch of them. Washington D.C. <laughs> That's a little different, I know. But. Saw it off and push it into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All those white buildings. Bye. Um, <laughs> uh, what are your general thoughts about adopting accents, language, and or mannerisms of ethnic groups that you do not match to your own PC or NPCs? And how, if at all, are these 
thought shaped by the growing diversity. Blah, 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 blah. Like I said, I have I have like just a very generic accent that no one could ever really nail down it as a specific accent. Yeah, and, and that's we what totally I, make it indistinct on purpose. It's not because he's just bad at it. It is. I'm not bad at way. accents. I know. I am. <laughs> I have one that's I'm, sort of maybe Australian. Yeah, I have this one that's like, like sort of Italian, sort of like it's just like this weird like Spanish. Like it's just it doesn't it's not good. But it's my if I can't do Irish and I can't do Russian, it's like my other accent. Well, you always do an English accent. Everyone can do an English accent. I can kind I can do like proper English. What about I, BFA? Well, yeah, I can do that. Fair accent. Yeah, that's different, though. That's not actually Pirate accent. accent. Yeah. It is. No, it is. It's actually very similar to a very specific region of England. Yeah, but I don't... You, um, some people did fair and were very careful with their accents. I was not. Well, I, I'm not either, but I, I can do that accent I if I have to. I passed that class like 10 years ago at fair. <laughs> I can sort of pull it out. I, can, I, oh, I, I should say, for those who don't know, yeah. BFA is the basic fair accent. Yes, and it's like... Everyone gets trained in it, so if you go into the Renaissance Fair, like it sounds like everybody's from the same place. And they have actually a story that's probably bullshit that, about how where that accent comes from, because there was an actor in like the 1950s or 60s that did Treasure Island. Is that what it was? And he adopted his hometown accent from this very oh. small area in England, which, as far as they know, linguistically didn't get a lot of sort of crossbreeding from other regions of England. And they think that accent is fairly well preserved and has been for hundreds of years. That's cool. Who knows if it's true. But It sounds very pretentious, like something that that fair would tell everybody. Oh, sure. You bet. So, but, uh, and that accent is, and this actor, whose name I cannot remember, used it when he was playing, I don't know, Long John Silver or something. Mm. And he used that accent. And that became what people do as pirate accents. He was like the first person... And that's the accent where you land on your R's a lot. And you talk like Yoda. You don't really talk like Yoda. You talk you like do. you've got something stuck in the front of your mouth. Going on the ship we are. Okay, that may that's be. The part, that's what, that's the, the thing that's I true. remember, and that's how I always sounded good at fair, because I right. was like, how would Yoda say this except as a pirate? And then so not, a, not, not his accent, but his... Grammar. Yeah, the grammar and how you work things. Absolutely. You you, you say the (laughs) end of the sentence first, and then the beginning you put at the end, and then you pretty much got it. Do or do not. Yes. There is no try. Right. See, it totally works. (laughs) I swear. Um, And and that became... Whoever this actor was apparently got cast for this role. And after that, if you played a pirate... That's the accent that's you did, yeah. and it has there, it's that makes sense. nothing to do with pirates, but it is this little small area that's lingu- linguistically isolated in England. So they think that's probably about as close as you can get to what English might have sounded like in the 16th. That's century. interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, as far as it goes, like just be aware, especially for things that have been like just bastardized for like humor in really grotesque ways throughout history. Just like steer right. clear of that. Steer clear. There you go. And that's from Sean in just outside Washington. Thank you, Sean. We should do... And sorry if I outed you on your job last time. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. I asked what part... What he, 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 In the oh. chat, he said what, what city he was from, and there's a certain agency that's in that, in that city. Oh, I get it. Um, <laughs> we should do a thing on accents, though. That actually yeah. would be a really good episode of, like, here are all the ways to sound different that are super easy. 
I think oh, yeah. I just gave you a bunch of them, like talking like Yoda. And it's not just accents. I mean, there's other ways you could do that. Like d- d- the af- there's affectations that you can do as well that aren't accents. Yeah. Plus, also how you structure your sentences. Yeah, and dropping consonant or uh, uh, not consonants. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Articles. Uh, don't can't. Oh, uh, get contractions. Contractions. That's what it not is. I'm like not consonants. The other c word. Yeah. Don't then you sound like data. Well, or or it makes you sound uh, from like pa- the past, or if you're doing things that are not in modern day, like cutting out um, those like really make you sound like you're from previous eras. I do not think that is appropriate. Reminds me of one of my favorite films and probably the best remake of a film ever, True Grit. Mm-hmm. Because one of the, uh, that that was the Coens, right? Yeah, I think, I think that's so. the Coens. One of the things they wanted to do is that they wanted the, the language to be as authentic as possible. And I guess there were certain like primers that were used to teach English yeah. to little kids, yeah. and so they had everyone speak as if they were speaking, had learned English from these primers. That's awesome. So like, these, you see these grisly old fucks with like no teeth and these big nasty beards, and they look like they stink, and they're like, "I do not like this." Yeah. They don't. They didn't. No, they don't use yeah. contractions in that movie. Yeah, contractions are a fairly modern thing. Yeah. So for a long time, they didn't exist. Um, and I generally use that if I'm showing a class difference too, even in modern modern settings, like more proper, more high class, like rich assholes are like, I do not think that is appropriate. Where to my house in the Hamptons, you know? Where is where to my house in the Hamptons? In the Hamptons. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Speaking of accents, always get clutch your teeth. <laughs> What's Mr. Mr. Howell. From the Gilgans Island. There's a great. That's a good accent. I was actually thinking about making all of the nobles in my GURPS game <gasps> sound like this. Oh, I thought you were gonna name. I thought you were gonna pattern them off the people on Gilligan's Island, and I was gonna no. say that's the most genius thing in the world. There's not that many accents on Gilligan's Island. No, you don't have accents like personalities. <clears throat> oh, like you've got the king and the queen, right? And then you've got like their like the skipper is like their your well, guard it would, it guy. Would be, it would be an emperor, and the emperor explodes before the game begins. Oh, spoilers! It's, yeah, the game's gonna start with a murder scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Just to let you know. An exploding emperor killed the one percent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Someone picking through the muck, seeing if they can find rings. They would. Are they gold? Are they gold? With the teeth. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, uh, and the last. Yeah, our last bit. Yep. Um, world building. World building. Do you, do you have anything? Did you think of anything? Or you think of something on the fly? No, I I thought about this a little bit. Um, I actually, <coughs> what I'm a little nervous. Like the sa- first email, like oh god, like this is the first time I've done this. So um, I was actually thinking of adding a, a ruin oh, to the okay. world. Right. Um, so it's something that people actually aren't sure what it was for originally. Um, but it's let, let me find it. Hold on a second. Okay. Oh, you have to, you're typing it. Yeah, yeah, because memory. Yeah, well, it's recorded. Old. Don't correct me. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't thought of that. (laughs) Where is it? I don't know. Did it disappear? Like half of our show is Sue being like, oh, what's this? I don't know. Where is this? I don't know. There are things I know. Huh. But his organizational structure is not one of them. I'm going to type world building in this window here. Yeah, and see what happens. It would be 
awfully terrible. But I deleted it. Oh man! Well, <laughs> I have to they, go back and no, I found it. Okay. <laughs> and the last thing I put in was the the fields of Titan, which were the yeah, enormous are statues cool. of. I like this. Right. Okay. So these are these ruins that are made of a combination of stone and like something similar to adobe. Um, and they're in this strange diamond shape with um, what people think might have been an altar or a stage of some type or something in like the center of this diamond shape. Um, they've been worn away by time. So if you go, you kind of see like the remnants of some walls and you can see that they're in the shape of yeah, like they're, they're like squares or rectangle shapes. So these were actual buildings. Um, some of them are, are round. Um, but yeah, nobody's quite sure what these are for. Um, but... Is it on. making you nervous that I'm typing while you're saying this and I'm typing this fast? No. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I can type 80 words a minute. I know. <laughs> I'm really tight. I'm not as fast as I used to be. I'm not as accurate because now I can talk to people while I play MMOs. But when I used to have to type while I played MMOs, you'd have to type and fight at the same time and tell people what you're going to do. I was amazing then. How do you do that on, on one keyboard? Yeah. How do you do the commands and type? Oh, you got to you're flipping back and forth with the mouse then too. Yeah, hundred percent. Jesus, you're moving and you've got your your hotkeys that you press for the fight, and then like yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, yeah, back in the ICQ days, man. Um, anyway, um, but the weird thing is that birds never go in this area. And nobody knows why. Like, birds will be flying, and they will, like, kind of turn, and then they'll head, like, north or south of this area, but they never fly directly above it, and they never land in it. And even though these are kind of, like, abandoned structures, there are no birds' nests anywhere in this area. That's my thing. Excellent. I'm not doing one because I, I noticed that... What I kept doing is I was stealing ideas from my GURPS game uh, and putting uh, it in this, which means then I can't use them. Nice. <clears throat> so I don't have anything this week. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't use that now. Damn it. What did, I need to shut up. Yeah, we've got three pages of stuff now. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's excellent. So is this somewhere people can access it, or do they just have to listen and remember Right it? now, no. I was thinking about setting up like a free account on Obsidian Portal. And putting all the the entries in there. That'd be cool. Or, or maybe just making a building a web page of them. Maybe I could do that too. Yeah. I'm not sure. Or, or assembling them in a PDF. Yeah. Once, or, once they're. Yeah, or just putting them on a page of our website. Like we have a website. No. Well, yeah, but I probably I would probably put it as a downloadable PDF because yeah. you 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 don't want me to add like thirty pages to it for each you know page. I mean, if it's text, it's not that big a deal. Still, organizationally, it's still yeah, a, yeah, yeah, kind of a true. mess. Yeah, I'll figure. Maybe a, maybe a wiki, maybe a yeah. world building wiki. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of that's the kind same of what Obsidian City Portal, Portal is, right? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they've had they're they're because I've been using that. They they very kindly gave me a free account for a year mm-hmm. to use, and I'm using it for the GURPS game. You can go to happyjacks.org/obsidian, and that will take you to the page, which is GURPS slouching towards eldemy.obsidianportal.com. If you can't remember. Happyjacks.org slash obsidian. Please just use happyjacks.org slash obsidian. <laughs> but if you can go through there and pick through it, and it's got all of the world building stuff that I've done so far um, that is like public facing. Yeah. Because this is like, because the, 
there, there's a few areas in the world that are like not well explored. Mm-hmm. But like I have a map. I'm going to do like I did with the old Elden Me game, and I'm going to print like a big poster size map of the of the I thing because I did that in that uh, so cool. campaign cartographer. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go and have that printed, and then. Um, but the, the the continent has all pretty much mostly been explored, so everyone knows what the cities are. And there's areas where they, you know, there's mysterious stuff. There's an area called the Untamed Lands. And well, there's this awesome ruin that's super mysterious. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm not stealing from this for the oh, okay. game. <laughs> that would that would, that would be bullshit. <laughs> That'd be amazing. What are you talking about? You don't think it would be bullshit to do that? No, I think it's cool. Okay. We're like live building the campaign <clears throat> in real time on the podcast. It would make me look awfully lazy. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I came up with this idea to like uh, do a world building online on, during our show, and oh, it just all so happened to be in my game. If, if Stork wasn't in your game, I think it would be amazing. Okay, but Stork's come up with like half of these ideas, yeah, yeah, so he, the fact yes. that he's in the campaign is like, eh. But no, I think I mean that's why we're putting it out. That's there true for that's people true. to use it, like yes. including us. So I, th- I think I think okay. that would be fine. But Stork has done a bunch of them, so that's a little bit unfair. Yes. Um, yeah, but anyway, you can go to Hapjacksorg um, slash Obsidian Portal if you want to look at it, and it's got um, Obsidian most Portal or Obsidian Obsidian. Obsidian sorry, okay. just Obsidian. Yeah, and it's it's got uh, there's some organizations, um, and there's uh, some descriptions of cities and stuff like that. I, I haven't started on NPCs yet. That, right. That's going to be probably last. Um, but you can go in and look at it, and I'm so amused. So our games are starting like one week apart, like almost identical start time. Mm-hmm. You have your city heading name. You have this huge wiki that you're building. You're building all these NPCs. <clears throat> I haven't even picked a system. Like, you yeah, should see. It'll be fine. You should see the handouts I have for the players. I I did. You posted them. That's nope. a small oh, fraction no. of the of the handouts because I have so printouts funny. from the GURPS books. Yeah, it's like oh they're gonna especially. I have a file folder oh that's God. almost two inches thick nope. that is printouts of stuff they're going to need for character creation. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> and then and it's like, when it's done, throw it in the recycling bin. Yep. Because oh, man. you're not going to use it again once you made the character. So, uh, it's just night and day with our GMing styles. But uh, I'm running playtests of Starscape every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're outside in my backyard because nobody can come in my house. Which is the PBTA, PBTA game that you are The sci-fi de- game, developing. yes. Right. I'm, super, I'm super excited about it. But that's like our ritual every week because I rewrite so much of it every week and redo so much of it. Is everybody, we all burn our character, our stuff from the last week. Because we're in, in my backyard. Pit? Yeah, my fire pit <laughs> in the backyard. Um, and it's 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 become like a thing that's like yes renewal like I don't know it's very it's renew very fun. it's like Logan's Run <laughs> <laughs> renew there you go <laughs> but yeah no it's very funny you just need to burn it all use it all as, as kindling for your next party there you go yeah not that we're gonna have parties anytime soon again but whatever the the I could say that it would it would start several campfires yeah <laughs> yeah it, it literally is almost a two thick inch file folder. Wow, because it, it's like, and, and then, and that's not even the print, print our show notes on the other side. You did that for a long time. Oh, that's not about. No, I have stapled them. Well, I could unsta- I could pull the yeah, staples out. But and, and some of them are, are printouts from the book, like you know, the points points cost for stats and points yeah. cost for skills. And it just like makes that. it go so much faster. Yeah. <clears throat> so because books are expensive. Yeah. I bought the PDFs for the the two books. It's over 50 bucks yeah. for the two PDFs. Yeah, and then you have to pay for the ink. It's wild. Hi. 
All right. Is that it? <laughs> we done? I think we're done. Yeah, we're we're done. Okay. Let me find the thing. And let's like, check the chat room and see if they said anything interesting. Oh, mm, I hope it was there. Hi, no. chat room. They didn't say anything interesting. Aww. <laughs> I missed you, chat room. I mean, I've seen. I've been in the chat room a little bit, but. Oh, uh, thank you, James V. He put up the Obsidian Portal. Yay, James V. James V, you're awesome. James V is also one of our new moderators. Yes, so thank you. He is really kicking ass and helping uh, keep our Twitch live stream safe. Useless Fiend says they didn't have Scottish accents in the animated Hobbit LOTR. Oh, thank you. So, hmm, that that makes that. it even more mysterious now. I wonder. <clears throat> I wonder if that's like a D&D thing, maybe. I don't know. That's fascinating. I'm so excited about this question. I don't know the answer to it. We'll have to One of the things out. I loved about the Dragon Prince series on Netflix was like... I a, watched the first season. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't seen the second season. It's good. I feel like the second season's better. Um, but it's great. They put a lot of uh, like accents in it, but they kind of turned it all on its head. So like one version of the elves have Scottish accents and um, things like that. So it's really fun. Hmm. So I like that they kind of subvert those tropes just slightly. 1961, Paul Anderson. See, everything's on the internet. First time that dwarves were depicted with Scottish accents, as far as I'm aware, I don't know who wrote this, <laughs> was the 1961 Paul Anderson book, Three Hearts and the Lion and the Three Lions. So it was um, like a radio play? It, it was a book. Well, maybe they, he describes them as having Scottish accents. Or he goes, oh. or he puts a lot of R's. I don't know. Maybe spelled it. God, writing with a Scottish like writing a Scottish accent so annoying. Reading that writing is annoying too because you don't know what the words are. Because one of the first things they do is they change all the vowels. It's so much there. I lay me doon in D. Yes. Um, God, what's her name? There's a stunning, beautiful redheaded woman on Twitter who does uh, Scott's Word of the Day. I love her. And she's so sar- sarcastic, and she talks with, like, the, like, actual... I mean, it's not a separate language, but in some ways it is. It's got remnants of the... Ev- of the so much so much of it's remnant of the original Scott's language um, that there are words that are completely different, and there's so... It's, and she's stunning and has this beautiful voice, and it's just, like, enthralling. I shared it with my husband. I'm like, okay, this is really cool, so I'm going to share it with you, but you're not allowed to leave me for her. (laughs) And I'm sure he's probably tempted. All right. All right. Yay, back in the studio. Wrong one. Nope. What the fuck? It's a tonight. Oh, you know, I upgraded my, I told you I upgraded my laptop to Linux. Yes, you did. Do a hard press to upgrade the whole thing. I'm going to do it on this one first. Oh, don't do it to the system. This one. No, no. Mm. Not that we'll one. We'll talk about it later. Let's this one. Let's this. <clears throat> I'm telling you. Mom one, and dad are fighting after the one show. One camera. <clears throat> okay. No, no. It's it's come so far. It has come so far, and it makes old computers run like they're brand new. That's... It's like magic. Okay. <laughs> Hit the button. Soundboard. Thank you for joining us for Season 28, Episode 18 of Happy Jack's Overview Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. And we'll see you next week at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Saturday morning. Yep. And that's it. And until then, stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Uh, We might see you Sunday for a vampire game, too. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. It's on the schedule. It's supposed to happen. There might be some vids involved. We don't know. (laughs) 
This is it. 